0: Mackling and McGarry on 680-CJOB. 205, Wednesday afternoon. Normally at noon, it's kind of over the hump. But because of the four-day weekend, or the four-day week, three-day weekend, we're not over the hump until the end of the workday today. (laughs) How's that? (laughs) Sure. All right. Uh, (laughs) Sorry for all the comments on the True North shout-out that we did not get around to. Mostly in favor of it, but many eloquent comments against it. I would say two or three that make some some points i don't know if i agree with them but they make some very eloquent points and uh, we'll have to revisit this at some point i don't know if we'll get around to it today and i apologize for the callers that we didn't get to uh we maybe should have pushed pushed pause on that discussion we're learning as we go here he's brett i'm greg but we do want to get to the phone here heather mcclain joins us from calgary alberta I sure wish she was joining us from Winnipeg, Manitoba, (laughs) her hometown, but she's forced to move to Calgary to train for one of the great winter sports, speed skating. Heather, thank you for taking some time with us back in your hometown. Thank you for having me. So you are on the uh, precipice of some big things. We visited with Tyson uh, Langelier yesterday. He celebrated four medals at the World Junior Speed Skating Championships. You had a little bit of success yourself.
1: Yeah, um, Tyson did incredible at that competition. Bringing home four medals from juniors is uh, incredible. He's really talented.
0: And you finished fifth in the 500-meter World Singles Distance Championship. So tell us a, a little bit about the race you were in and and how many uh, seconds were you out of a medal? I'm going to guess it was fractions of a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just in Korea. It was the Olympic Test Event um, World Championships, and I did a 500-meters. And I was fifth overall, and it was, uh, it was a pretty good race. I was happy with it. I was about... Uh, three-tenths of a second from the podium, I think.
2: And sorry, you said this was in Korea?
1: Yeah, it was in South Korea. It's the site of the 2018 Olympic Games, the obols and gang noon.
2: So we were talking to Tyson about this yesterday because his competition was in Finland. So how has that been for you, that this sport that you love, this athletic endeavor that you have pursued has afforded you the opportunity to see other places of the world that you probably never would have gone to
1: yeah definitely it's an incredible experience getting to travel uh, to all these different countries even though a lot of the time we go straight from the airport to the hotel and to the oval we don't get out to sightsee that much but i think it's really cool because when i'm done skating when i retire there are a couple countries that we've gone to that i definitely want to go
0: back and visit You're already talking about retirement, but you got a lot to do between now and then, Heather. Talk about what's next for you. The Olympics are on the horizon. What did you think of the Oval in South Korea?
1: Uh, I loved it. It was incredible. It's actually like two kilometers from a really, really beautiful beach and the ocean. And um, it's right beside short track and figure skating. So I think it's a really cool place they have set up for the site of the Olympics. and. I really hope to get back there next year.
0: Would you consider it a fast track or now that all these tracks and all these ovals are mostly indoors, are they all the same in terms of, uh, of uh, how fast you can go or are there advantages in, in different rinks, so to speak?
1: Uh, no, they're, they're definitely all different. It depends a lot on altitude, whether you're at sea level or whether in Calgary like you're pretty high. Um, And also the ice is made a different way. And it's actually pretty cool because in Korea, they sent the same ice crew that makes the ice in Calgary. So we had our Zamboni drivers and operations crew over there making the ice. So there was a little bit of a Canadian advantage, I think, because we're so used to the ice in Calgary. And I think they're going to be there at the Olympics next year. So that would be awesome.
2: Is the, the ice is really different. Like it's noticeably different.
1: Yeah, you can definitely feel on some tracks it's, way slower so you don't get as much glide Um, and then somewhere like in Calgary or Salt Lake you get a lot more glide and so it's a little bit more forgiving on the legs.
2: And I I realize you're a speed skater not a scientist so hopefully I'm not putting you on the spot here but do you have any idea how that works where one track can be slower or where you can like like why is it different?
1: I I should know this Um, a lot of it has to do with uh, altitude actually um, not so much the ice, but I know that they they do certain ty- types of floods um, to prepare the ice. And sometimes they put stuff in the water that they use to make the ice fast.
2: And is it one of those things where you can tell like the moment you step onto the track, like, Oh, this, is, this feels more like a Canadian track.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. We, I mean, we skate six days a week, so we get pretty used to um, what things feel like and, We're very, very finicky and we're very in tune with what our skates feel like and what the ice feels like. And in a sport where the results come down to hundreds or uh, thousands of a second, it's pretty critical to be in tune with those things and be able to figure out what changes you need to make in order to succeed on different kinds of tracks.
0: Heather McLean joining us from Calgary. She's preparing for the world uh, championships this weekend. It's the world sprint championships at the Olympic Oval on the university of Calgary campus. And Heather being from Winnipeg, uh, the names Sylvia Burka, Clara Hughes, Cindy Clausen, Susan, Ock obviously mean a lot. You're working to put your name up in that same echelon, but how did you get involved in this sport? What got you involved and what inspired you?
1: Um, Actually, my dad put my older brother in speed skating because he wanted him to be a fast skater in order to play hockey. So they kind of, I guess I just went to practice with them and then eventually they put me in it too. So it was more of a family thing and I just really enjoyed it growing up. So I stuck with it.
0: So what does it mean to be a high-performance athlete? Talk us, uh, talk us through the, some of the challenges and your daily routine, if you don't mind, Heather.
1: Oh, it's definitely a daily grind. Being an amateur athlete, there are sometimes way more tough days than there are successful days. Um, But it starts basically by getting up in the morning. I come, do about an hour to warm up at the Oval, spend an hour and a half or two hours on ice, followed by cool down. Then I grab lunch and sometimes head off to class when I'm taking classes. And then we'll do another workout in the afternoon, usually a bike ride or a weight session and then go home, eat, sleep, and do it all over again.
0: And how long have you been working at this now, Heather? How long have you been in Calgary?
1: Uh, I've been in Calgary for about six years now since I graduated high school, and I've been skating. I'm um, 24 now, and I started skating at two, so it's been about 22 years.
2: <laughs> when you have to put in that much work every day, does it ever, Does it? Is it still fun?
1: Yeah, the thing about speed skating is there are always challenges even if you're winning or even if you're number one you can always skate faster you can always lower the world record so the cool thing about it is that there's there's so much to learn and there's new challenges every day so that definitely keeps us going
0: so you're working on the 500 and the 1000 uh this weekend is that right heather so how do you like your chances? I know you wouldn't be an athlete if you didn't say you had a chance to win both races, but <laughs> where you, you're stronger, obviously last weekend in the 500.
1: Yeah. Um, the 500 is my favorite race. I love sprinting and it just, it, it feels so graceful when you're going fast. The thousand is definitely a little bit more of a challenge. I, I think that that race comes with a lot of experience and some of the girls that I'm competing against have been through so many ups and downs and have learned so much and I still have quite a bit of learning to do, but it's something that I'm really passionate about. It's such a big challenge for me. So it's something that I want to get better in.
0: Last one for you before I let you go here. I can remember talking to John Montgomery a couple of years ago and he stretched his arms out and he said from fingertip to fingertip, that was the distance I was short in a combination of two races from Requalifying for the Olympics in 2014 after his gold medal win in skeleton in 2010. How do you wrap mm-hmm. your head around three tenths of one second being the difference between being fifth and being on the podium? And and do you have a strategy for making up that small amount of time?
1: Oh, honestly, it's it's so insane. On the the, the most you can really do is just be confident in what you're doing and making sure that you don't leave anything out on the ice and with such small time differences that make such a big difference in your placing, you really just, it's that everyday grind of doing everything you can. So you know when you cross the line, even if you're on the good side or the bad side of that time, you know you put everything into that.
0: Well, Heather, we wish you best of luck this weekend, and we'll keep an eye on you as you work towards uh, qualifying for the uh, Olympic Games in South Korea. Boy, it's just over a year away, about a year away almost exactly now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was
0: really great. We appreciate it. Heather McLean joining us from Calgary, Winnipeg's own. She could be the next of our great female speed skaters. The pedigree in this community is outstanding. Sylvia Berka, I mentioned. Susan Ox, Cindy Klassen, Clara Hughes. uh, Not only some of the greatest athletes to ever come out of Winnipeg, some of the greatest Canadian female athletes of all time.
2: Yeah, indeed. And uh, maybe we'll be able to produce more of those Uh, Prodigious athletes with, if this comes together, the Ice Center for Excellence. That's something we're going to tell you a little bit about after your forecast on 680 CJOB. Mackling and McGarry on 680 CJOB.